happy Monday, beautiful souls, wherever you are on this phenomenal planet. It is time for Shift Your Thinking Mondays, where we transform our inner experience to a phenomenal outer experience for 13 minutes of our day. We do it together. Now, before I jump into today's episode, let's go ahead and take a couple of deep breaths. Of course, we want to open up ourselves to receive today's message. Oh, breathe in. Hopefully no one no one calls me at this time. Um, <clears throat> after we take a deep breath, I'll make sure to take, turn off my phone. Turn off your phones. Open up yourselves. All right, so follow me. Breathe in. And out. Breathe in. And out. Last one. Breathe in. And out. Woo. How do you feel? Great, right? I feel fantastic. It's Monday. Of course, some of you are just starting your week. Some of you are finishing up your week. Some people are just getting going. Some people are already halfway through the day. Regardless of where you are in your day, make sure you press 1 down below. Let's me know you're here. Press 2 lets me know you've shared it. You are joining me for Shift Your Thinking, where this is a little bit of inspo, a little bit of motivation, a little bit of shift your thought process so that you are actively creating the outer experiences or co-creating the design in which your hearts desire. That's what we do. We are the architects and engineers of our lives. We are co-creating here. And so if you're new to me, welcome. My name is Lisa Gillette. I'm also known as Super Agent. And I am your host and creator of all kinds of cool things. So Mondays we do Shift Your Thinking. And on Wednesdays, we do Ready, Set, Real Estate. So, of course, if you haven't connected yet, be sure you connect, build, and share with me on all your favorite platforms at LA Super Agent. Yes, that also reads La Super Agent if you, if you do it in Spanish. The Super Agent. LA Super Agent on your favorite social media platforms. Ooh, and of course... I want to shout out to our radio podcast listeners who are tuning in. I really like what's happening. So um, we are on radio podcasts everywhere. The cool thing is video analytics are now available. And I think my viewership is like up 400, like 400 new viewers, which is really, really cool. That's a lot of people watching you. Um, just kind of chiming in or hearing, just getting a piece, you know, but here do know that I love on you. This is where you get loved on. And yes, that says, that says, imagine, look at this. Look at this. This is episode 300 on Shifter Thinking. We are continuing our series from Dean Del Sesto, Shifter Thinking for Success. This one is for success. Um, the 200, first 200 episodes were Shifter Thinking, 200 Ways to Transform Your Life. All good, all fun. Of course, before I jump into the show, let me turn my phone off. Let me turn my phone off. It's like the worst. I hear all kinds of chimes happening, so let me turn it off. Okay. Listen, 
if you have something to share, please do so. Let me know. This is not just a one-way. See, I missed a phone call already. <laughs> this is not just a one-way thing here. Okay, see. I've got a bad phone, y'all. I've got two phones. That's <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. My life. It's crazy. I had to. I had to separate, like, my life with, because the more I do and the more I serve and provide, and marketing is the lifeline, the bloodline, the lifeline of your business. And so marketing is really huge for us if we want to continue to make sure the phones ring. So in any case, I had to kind of separate those two because I realized I was almost like Pavlov's dog. Every time my phone rang, I was like, ah, ah. <laughs> And then since I finally separated the, the phone lines, like I sleep better, I function better, I know which phone when it rings, I know, you know, okay, that's a business call. And, and really for me, and some of you don't know my story, so like I have trauma with phones ringing because of some of the experiences I experienced with um, transitioning out of uh, separating from my ex and then you know that was all traumatic I had like a whole life experience of DV with that of course if you guys aren't familiar with DV it's domestic violence so um, you know traumatic with having the phone ring like someone call you 60 times 100 times and keep calling you so I have some triggers and trauma with phone ringing and then after that I went through um, just I was on edge when my oldest daughter went missing some of you know my story some of you don't of course we can delve into that you know once upon a time when I write the book and that whole thing <laughs> I survived all of this craziness but at you know once upon a time I had like child services detectives I had like private people and then I was on edge you know anticipating her phone call and so I have trauma and I realized that as I was reading an article about do you know something it was talking about anxiety you know do you have anxiety or some and it mentioned about um, with the phone ringing and it was like some people may have trauma experience with the phone ringing I was like ah, oh, that's why I kind of get all I get tense so the way I was able to resolve that was I separated the phone lines and so since I have a little guy and of course he's in school and he's out and about when the phone rings and it's personal and of course private numbers and stuff like that you still I have to still answer because I got babies out here I got I got babies you know you never know so that's my story I'm sure we all have one <laughs> but um yeah so that that's my thing in any case shift your thinking we're going to be talking about tying up your work habits and of course some of you may be like lisa you just said a whole lot in a matter of 17 seconds relating to you know tv trauma and all kinds of stuff uh i just want you to know that shift your thinking ready set real estate the real estate 100 movement the books that I had pumped out, um, pushing my business, you know, family support, and really keeping my goals in front of me is what helped me through that, which is why I implore you to join us with what we've been doing in Shifter Thinking, because on the surface, you wouldn't have known that I had experienced, um, you know, domestic violence, 
in my past, you know, all levels of abuse, emotional, physical, spiritual, financial, I mean, you name it, your girl's been through it. Um, I have the bruises, scars, and everything to show you, um, you know, improving credit scores out of that scenario that I've been, you know, I've, I've gone through a lot. And so this is why when we went dark on Shifter Thinking, and I'm going on a tangent, but, you know, maybe it needs to be heard. Someone needs to hear it. Shifter Thinking, when I started doing, was at that time when I was going through a lot. And so Shifter Thinking really helped me transform my outer experience. Because can you imagine, and you probably can or you can't, uh, you know, waking up in the morning and just feeling like your life has been thrust into a tornado. And you're in the eye of the tornado and this is what's happening. Eye tornado and boom, you are dropped in the middle and then you're left to pick up the pieces and you're like, what the heck, where do I begin? And for me, beginning was going to what I know. And for me, it's reading, it's writing and it's creating. It's tapping into my God gifts, my talents, my knowledge, my life's experience, and transmuting that into something positive. So if you've never heard me give you the backstory of why we do shifter thinking, why I have it as an integral part of my life, is because I can I can sit here and say to you and share with you that it saved my life from a breakdown. It saved me out of depression. And this is why, because shift your thinking is again, you training your brain to all the things that you are experiencing exhibiting, right? We know the rule, it's 90, 10, 80, 20, 90, you know, 10% is happening to you. 10% is happening to you. It's 90%, which is your response of what is happening to you. And part of the training and the shifting is, is you redirecting your language, like saying the good news is, and some of you who work with me, know me, love all me, and you're in my intimate circle, you may hear me say that a lot, right? So, you know, the ish, you know, the ish hits the fan and it's going all, you know, whatever direction. And then I reprogram myself by saying, the good news is, find the positive. The good news is, what's the good news? The great news is, and you fill in the blank. You rewire the brain. And here's why. Again, and you hear more and more people speak about this, and more and more studies come out of this, the subconscious mind which is almost out here driving your ex, your habits and everything that you're co-creating, does not know the difference between fiction and reality. It, know, it has no sense of humor. So when you say things negative about yourself, when you say negative things um, about the nouns, people, places, things, the subconscious mind agrees and says, yes, that's what it is. And it magnetizes more of that into your life. So ask yourself, do you want to magnetize more of the BS? Or do you want to magnetize more of the sunshine, the fantastic, 
the extraordinary, the phenomenal. What do you want to magnetize more of in your life? Okay. Woo! I went on a whole nother, but it's still in the line. It's still in the line with what we're doing here on Shift Your Thinking. Uh, I'm feeling, so we started off late this morning. Let me just share why, of course, because I'm a proud mama. I'm a proud mama. My little guy is on his first away from home and family camping trip with the school and he's gone for a week. And so I had like this, it wasn't a slow, it was like in my moment is just watching him and making sure we had everything and, and just, you know, that peace be still moment as I create the experience that I want around him, right? There's such a powerful thing when we say people praying for you and help you out, you don't know. That's me creating the experience around him that he has a great time, that they are all safe. They learn uh, just amazing things because we've been hearing as we've been sharing with others of who've experienced a similar camping trip. And these are people that are in my circle and they were like, they're like in their 60s and they're like, and they all have memorable experiences from that. So, you know, we're rooting him on to have this, you know, just unique once in a lifetime opportunity. And I think for me, it's perfect because he's 11. 11 is, is a gateway, it's a portal number. So it's like rites of passage for him, which is really, really great. So that is why we're starting a tad bit late, later than usual. But shift your thinking, we're normally on 810 Pacific time on Mondays, 810 Pacific time. And we're going to keep going until we knock out all 77 of what Dean Del Sesto talks about as tips for success. Shift your thinking for success. So I'm in the segment, let's jump into this here. We're gonna talk about work ethics today, this morning. Uh, I call this segment, Tighten Up Your Work Habits. Tighten up your work habits. If you need this reminder today, we are in what, second quarter? So entrepreneur, poppreneurs, uh, infopreneurs, um, anyone who's out here who just needs to you know, even if you're not working for yourself and you're working for your company and you can kind of sidebar, listen to me, or you're catching me on the replay and how you can improve the work environment that you're in, albeit you work for yourself or you work for a company or someone else, uh, it's important that you are, how would I say, you are creating, innovating your work experience. That's all this is, is innovating the work experience. All right. So if you're following along here, I'm in the section where he says, it's 13, where he says your work ethic isn't just about what you accomplish, it's about what it does to you, who you become. So let's marinate that. Keep that in the, in the, in the top of your mind, foreground of your mind. Drop in the caption below um, who I become, right? So who I become as we talk about our work ethic. because. You know what's interesting about that is when we're talking about things like integrity, as Dean showed us, integrity is not something you 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 are, right? It's it's a doing. It's a show and prove. It's not like 
I put it on my resume and I have integrity. No, integrity is the, is the doing, your human doing, not the human being, the human doing. So let's keep that in mind here as we talk about work ethics. Who do you become? So right, who do I become in my work ethic? It's so funny because I just had this conversation with my 11-year-old on Saturday. Was it Saturday or Friday? Uh, Friday, Saturday. It's Friday because I had I got one of those phone calls from the teacher, and it had to do with opportunities and his work ethic. As I was saying about the people around him, is we are where we are because of our work ethic. Okay, ooh, it's juicy here. Uh, let's jump in. He says the pace of business today isn't just moving fast. It's accelerating fast. Would you agree that things are moving so quickly? <laughs> yes. He says it seems the average pace is frenetic energy, urgency to reach goals at light speed and keeping up, let alone getting ahead, has become the equivalent of an Olympic sport. Some of you may feel like, man, I got to do so much to keep up or keep in pace with business. But let's delve in more into some things that we can do with our work habits that make sure we're still shining through. He says there's simply no room for complacency in the world of work and any tricks, manipulations, or tactics in the world of work, oh, excuse me, or tactics to make us appear like we're working hard and performing well when we're not, are all being removed daily by processes, performance, measurement, technologies, and more. Agreed, right? There's always some survey. There's always something measuring, 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 measuring your performance, measuring your numbers. I was listening to someone talk about, you know, in order to scale, you got to measure. It has some validity. He says this makes having an enduring and, and, and exemplary work ethic a basic requirement for success and progress. Drop that in the comments below, work ethic. Because that's what we're talking about here. Tighten it up. Whether they are self-employed or employed by a company, there's a reason why millions of professionals and visionaries, me, never get ahead or complete the visions and goals they put into play. If you could only see my office, I've got vision boards, whiteboards, and cork boards all around these walls right here, with, with the exception of the office window, of course. <sighs> Visionary. Got to get it out of your head. Write it down. Execute. He says they get excited get things moving and bring their goal to a point, but most of the time things get tough and come to a grinding halt. Is that you? When you're up against, you know, the task at hand, you're excited, but then you run up to a challenge and you're like, you stuck, stagnant, slump. Is this you? Pay attention. He says then the default of something different will be better surfaces. But after a while they hit the same wall again. This scenario plays out in large numbers. Only those who embrace a strong work ethic overcome it. So let's put that in chat below, strong work ethic. So now we have to add the adjective, right? To what, what type of work ethic are we talking about? Not your basic, strong, right? Not your regular, strong, strong work ethic. So he says, this scenario plays out in large numbers. Only those who embrace a strong work ethic overcome it. Olympic athletes are a great 
example of those who succeed. They dive into the pain of a killer work ethic for the good of something greater than pain. I think if you know my work ethic and my style and how I get it done, I think for me, it's because I've been conditioned as an athlete. I've been an athlete all my life, uh, right up into the point of college. And even when I was pregnant with my son, I was still playing basketball. Yeah, go figure. Uh, and I still work out, right? Still working out. I, I, I keep sustaining some injuries in my ankle, which is really a whole nother, whole nother conversation, but I'm moving forward nevertheless. Keep my body moving. There's a quote here that I'll read. He says, the days of opportunity knocks are over. We must hunt, chase, and capture opportunity. As for a knock, I wouldn't wait around for it. Is that you? Are you sitting by and saying, I'm going to wait? I am waiting for the opportunity. Oh, it's going to come knocking. Is this you? It's a dangerous thought process, I think, because as quickly as things are moving, ooh, you may be waiting for some time. He says, in most cases of mentorship or advisory, I've been invited into, if things were not improving, growing, or succeeding, it was rarely, rarely for lack, lack of strategy or opportunity. After some basic inquiry, he says, I would usually uncover that a person was strategically adequate with a good direction. But their work habits, ah, their work habits, their capacity to push through adversity, spit in the eye of rejection, and do the hard, hard work needed were absent, along with all the strength that could have been derived from something, from stretching to a new level of work ethic. You're going to have to stretch yourself for what you want. Right? You've heard the saying, in order to get where you want to be, you're going to have to do what you may not want to do, which is get up in the morning, right? If you want to lose weight, you've got to get up and move. You want to hit a you want to gross a, a certain amount of uh, money per month. You're going to have to make the phone calls, book the appointments, close the contracts, right? It just doesn't happen because you're a wonderful person. Agree that we all feel we're wonderful. I feel I'm wonderful. That people, you know, will work with me because I'm wonderful. No, they work with you because you get it done. It's the work ethic. Okay, can you tell I'm a little pumped and excited about this? Yeah, yeah, I am. It's great. This is a great time. We're second quarter, and we are in what May. So May. Oh my gosh. We are now already halfway through second quarter. We're going to wrap second quarter up in June. Now what? Are you going to sit back and say, I should have, would have, could have? Uh-uh. Like I said, this is the part of the week that I love on you. <laughs> Let's continue. He says, ironically, solid work habits inherently draw out the strategy necessary to course correct. Course correct. He says just about any work issue and will usually create more solutions, opportunities, and strategies than are needed. Work is in some ways development and innovation in disguise. I said that, right? He says, I don't want to discount strategy. It's essential to maximize worth ethic. He says, but strategy without serious work disciplines is dangerous as it will have you bouncing from thing to thing. Thinking, intelligence, and strategy are the answer when a consistent work ethic 
will work miracles. Speaking of miracles, of course, you know, Dean Del Sesto has a Christian found foundation. And so with that being said, what is he talking about here? For those of you who hear this, you know, scripture and quote all the time, faith without works is what? Dead. Faith without works is dead. You can't hope and, and be optimistic for the pie in the sky, for, you know, the opportunity. It's coming. It's going to happen. But you're not putting in the work. You've got to do your part. He said it, right? These miracles, and that's what you are. You are a miracle worker in your own right. All these things that you are doing. That's right. Brother Kanoom is on it. He says it. You know this like I know this. Faith without works is dead. So let's continue. He says, and, and, and drop that in the comments below, miracle worker. I am a miracle. You are a miracle worker. I am a miracle worker. If nothing that you take away from today's episode is know that you are a miracle worker. You are out here working miracles. Woo. All right. Co-creators acting through you as you, as you, in you, miracle worker. Okay. For the people in the back. Let's continue and we'll wrap this up. He says the real value of an improved work ethic, however, isn't too much about the obvious progress it makes. It's more about what it builds you, right? What it builds into your character. I love it. Kanum says miracles are normal in my life. I'm going to star that right in here. We're going to leave that up there because some folks really need to know that you if when you're living through life and you're walking through life and expecting great things, phenomenal, extraordinary, miracles, guess what? The universe conspires, right? Your truth of choice. Your truth of choice works on your behalf. And whatever, you know, faith-based that is that you're operating from is working on your behalf. All right, listen. Let's <laughs> get me. Oh, listen, I'm on pumped. I'm pumped. He says, I'm going to read that line again. He says, it's more about what it builds into your character and your brand. That's what we're discussing this morning is what do you become? Who I become? Remember, we started off who I become with my work ethic. Kanum's right here giving us some gems. He says, miracles are normal in my life. That is part of his work ethic, his brand. It has the capacity to take your convictions, another word for conviction, is truth, your truth and courage, and lead you to a place where no matter what is in front of you, you'll hold it with minimal fear, stress, and uncertainty, and you'll be confident your work ethic will pull you through. And it will if you stay the course. Consistency. Stay the course. He says this is the lasting value of an excellent work ethic. Once you are in the rhythm of, of living it out daily. Living it out daily. Read this caption right here. Miracles are normal in my life. Thank you for Kanoom for that. Great reminder. I've advised hundreds of people, the author says, who had many starts and stops in their careers and a look at their current vision 
or goal has brought a sobering reality to the table. Are you stagnant right now? Are you stuck right now? Are you concerned with recessions and price increases and et cetera, et cetera? You know what's interesting for me, and I've said this before, I've said, you know, me being in real estate, of course, I watch the, the market goes to its cycles, booms and busts, but none of that has stopped me from doing what I have been doing pandemic or not i have kept moving full force ahead why because i'm expecting great things and phenomenal things why i'm a miracle worker that's what i am that's what i do it is this is my human doing my human being i'm not concerned with all the other stuff yes it's great to be aware. Yes, it's great to kind of think of what the future holds and the projections. But guess what? If I'm caught up with what's happening out there, I miss what's going on and what I need to do right here. All right. Listen, you somebody somebody got me started this morning. <laughs> he says, let's continue. And, and so I'm thinking about this for those of you who are getting caught up. You're in a career shift. You're trying to think, you know, will it work? What if, what, but what if it works? What if, think about it that way. What if you succeed? <laughs> of course, I'm gonna keep reiterating that miracles are normal in my life. That is your caption for today. He says, after they share their enthusiasm and, and excitement about what they're going to conquer, he says, I'd be forced to say something like, indeed, if indeed you started and stopped a half a dozen time, things before, never quit, quite, excuse me, let me read that again. He says, if indeed you started and stopped a half, and a half a dozen things before and never quite pushed through the discomfort, discomfort of making any one of them a reality and you didn't employ a get it done work ethic and equip yourself to achieve that level of completion he says what makes you think the current goal or vision is going to be any different if you've not ever pushed in other words if you've not ever pushed through before and you keep telling yourself well i'm just going to keep adding another thing to my list because i'm going to do that i want to do that and xyz but you never really finished what you put on there before how is it going to be any different you know why because what you're communicating to the subconscious mind again right is that we only half-ass stuff that's what that's what you're communicating to the subconscious mind that it is okay so it keeps giving you more of that because that's what you're feeding it right those work ethics your work habits is that I feel fun and excited it feels good like, I expect that you don't jump on here with me on Shift Your Thinking Mondays and feel good about it and then do nothing. Do nothing with the call to action. How many of you worked on your pitch from last week? In fact, I did. I fine-tuned my pitch. How many of you worked on this stuff? I am a testament to who I am because I've been shifting my thinking for now. How many episodes, people? I have been shifting my thinking. I'm on now episode 300. That, is, that means that I have documented 300 ways I have changed and transformed my mental to correspond with the life and experience I want to see on my outer. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. <laughs> Let's keep going. All right. Alfred says, good morning, Lisa. I love this. Keep inspiring. Absolutely. 
Got our, got our young pastor in the building giving support. So let's continue. Uh, I'm holding up Kanum's comment here. He says, miracles are normal in my life. So what is what do you what will be different? All right, let's keep going. He says, then we discuss new ways of engagement that would see things to completion. That's the full circle, right? That is how you create the miracles, is you taking it from idea, concept, to bringing it out and completing it, right? Young pastor here knows what that is. And then it all was done on the seventh day. Am I correct? Go ahead and drop a, go ahead and drop a scripture on here for us. <laughs> he says, whenever you have a number of starts and stops or you've stayed stuck for a period of time, nodding your head, yes, been stuck, right? But it's shifting out of that. We've all, we're all human in our human experiences and we do get stuck. Life happens is why that quote is so famous. He says, this will make it difficult to achieve anything substantial, but to push through the effort, push through the effort. Drop that in the comments below. Push through, push through commitment and endurance. It takes to bring just one thing to full maturity or radical success will position you to bring the next thing to maturity or radical success as well. You see how that works is it builds upon itself. Not only that, but your brain releases dopamines and serotonins and the feel-good hormones as if something pleasurable, right? And chocolate is something. That's why the chocolate business is so huge is because it releases these dopamines in your, in your brain. And your brain is saying, this is good. We've completed something. Give us more of this right and that's why you could see when you watch someone like myself and you continue to watch the uh completion of one thing after the next why because i'm addicted to what kanum has it here first radical success i'm addicted to the radical success because i am completing i'm executing i'm leveling up i'm going right all right listen as we get ready to wrap this up all right he says, and it's so funny because you see me getting into this rhythm and he says, I quote, brilliant work ethic is a rhythm that will have you dancing down the road of progress with ease and grace of a swan. And that's how I feel. I'm in my flow, y'all. I'm in my flow. He says, whenever you bring your work ethic to an unprecedented place, you will rarely, if ever, turn back to the version of the prior. And the new, stronger you will emerge. Why? Again, science has shown us that once you learn something new, for every synoptic connection in the brain, that's a little bit of my biochemistry uh, his, you know, experience, every synoptic brain a, a connection in your mind when you learn something new today you've learned something new you have now a new brain and you're you you've got all these firing that's happening and you're a new you that's what that means every day every morning learning something new you get the the, the dopamine released and now you're excited and it feels good how do you keep that going completing the things at hand, executing those tasks, right? Completing it. He says this process is uh, com comparable to how a muscle works. Ah, 
He says, staying in the commitment of the workout builds strength, stamina. Here's some words for you. Put these up on your board. Strength, stamina, confidence, lasting change. And we all know what happens when the workout stops. He says, the end game of a status quo work ethic will turn momentum into no momentum or slow momentum where exemplary work ethic creates flow momentum and grow momentum. He says, sorry, I'm feeling a bit poetic. So our call to action for this week, of course, you know, as we get ready to wrap this up, CTA, call to action for this week is don't just value what your work ethic gets you today. See how it builds you. Here we go when we started out. Who do I become? What does my work ethic create, innovate, build in me? The miracle worker, right? Who do I become? All right. I love you, love you, love you again. If you are new to the show, welcome. This is where we get loved on, little inspo, motivation, course correction, gently and lovingly so that you can have a powerful and productive week. We'll see you next week on another episode of Shift Your Thinking. Bye.